Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone, as he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, now up to, to bat, Brett Boone. You mentioned Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, two guys that I love to watch hit. And, and it's probably the MVP is going to come down to Acuna or Mookie Betts. Arguments can be made on both sides. I think Mookie has a slight edge right now. But watching those two guys, and, and if it weren't for Acuna and Mookie Betts, Freeman would be the MVP. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the great years that they've had, 1-2. It's about as good a 1-2 in the game now that there is. And, and I, I'm just a personal. I'll take it even ahead. further. They, they may be the best 1-2 of any team that has ever put together a one-two. Remember in the old days when we were growing up, your best hitters were batting third and fourth. Right. Now, with no more of uh, a pitcher, so you've got the DH. So you got the, when the eight and nine hitters come up, as I mentioned earlier, when the eight and nine hitters get on base, and then you've got Betts and Freeman to follow, you're in a pickle. And when they begin the game, and in the postseason, that's so important to get to establish a tone early. You get those guys on base, and, and the, the tone and tenor and the personality of the game takes over. So they, they ha- <clears throat> they've been the difference in the Dodgers uh, getting to this point this year. Again, the, the, the fact of the matter is the rotation hasn't been what they expected. Just hasn't. But the offense has been far better, I think, than anybody realized. And it's, it goes to those two guys, one and two. Muncy's got 35. He's going to drive in 100. He's close right now. Uh, J.D. Martinez. Boston let him go. He comes to L.A. Everybody's kind of thinking, well, he's getting a little bit older. He's probably on the downside. He's kind of resurrected his career this year. He has. You know, what he does when he's in the middle of the lineup, that wonderful baseball cliche, how the lineup is lengthened. When he is in the middle of the lineup, batting fourth, fifth, or sixth, I mean, he's legit, and he's been uh, he's been sidelined with some injuries this year. Um, as a result, the result, the Dodgers have had to go with uh, uh, David Peralta and Jason Hayward, both fine players, but not really everyday players on a championship caliber team. Right. But they have done well while uh, Martinez has been out. And again, that's how the Dodgers have gotten themselves 21, 31 games over 500. Uh, they can hit. And, and when you have Martinez in the middle of the lineup um, with you know, Betts and Freeman starting it off and Will Smith, an all-star catcher. Uh, Underrated catcher, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so has been for years. Yeah, it's a really good team that has had to go about its equation for success a little bit differently this year than uh, I can remember. Hitting. This is what struck me, and it's amazing. I saw it earlier in the year. You know, I I've had I've had teammates outfielders that they think it's cute. They come take ground balls with the real skilled players us guys in the middle. Mike Cameron used to do it. I used to tell Mike, I said, Mike, you know why you're a center fielder? 
He, he said, no. I said, because you're an infielder that's not good enough to play the infield. So they put you in the outfield. He used to love to come take ground balls. Mookie, uh, it's been documented. Mookie loves taking ground balls. All of a sudden, he's playing. He's taking reps at short. He played second base last night. That's one of the most amazing things for me. Late, late, uh, or in Craig Biggio's career, you don't go from catcher to the middle infield, right. especially at that time in the where, where you, you didn't slide right in. You could take runners out. Catchers usually didn't translate to to really good second basemen. Much as usually outfielders don't come in and let alone play second base, but have the ability in a game when it counts to well, play short. How how has that been? How great of an ass! It's been a joy. You know, when they first started talking to him about it, at first it was to play shortstop because they didn't know whether or not uh, Rojas's bat could carry the day. So he started to play a little bit of short, and it was kind of fun. Uh, and again, when he was drafted by the Red Sox, he was drafted as a second baseman. But they had this fellow named Dustin Pedroia there. That's how he ended up in the outfield. So he loves the idea of playing second base. He loves the idea of going from second base through the first seven innings, and then there'll be a, say, Hayward is pinch hit for. They'll bring in, say, Kike Hernandez to play second, and Mookie happily goes to right, where he's a gold glover. He's a gold glover at second base, and if he played shortstop, he'd be a gold glover there. And if he played center field, he'd be a gold glover there. He's really just a remarkable baseball athlete who can play four positions as well as anybody defensively. He's just a great athlete. And, oh, by the way, he's pushing 40 home runs now for a, a, a leadoff hitter, which ain't bad. Unbelievable. I was looking at his at his numbers. It, it, the thing to me is he's got 103 ribbies at a leadoff spot. Yeah. 103. Well, again, that, that, what, that's what I was telling you before. With the Dodgers, if, if they can get their eight and nine hitters, seven, eight and nine hitters on base, then Mookie can knock them in. So Mookie, let's see, as of last night, he had scored 118 runs <clears throat> and knocked in last night. He knocked in four. He's got 103 runs batted in. So, you know, he's in triple digits in runs scored and RBIs. Who can do that? It's unbelievable. It's it's unbelievable. Dave Roberts, how great, how good of a job has Dave done? All they do is win every year. Um, how how can you even begin to second guess that? Which of course is is you know internet fodder and sport. But the Dodgers win a hundred games a year, or damn close to it. And they're going to win. Where are they now? They're at uh, eighty-seven and fifty-five. They they'll be in the upper nineties, maybe a hundred in uh, in three weeks. How's he doing? They win every year, you know. Case closed. Looking around the NL, you've seen all the teams. Uh, I, I look at it, Dodgers. Ah, Sam Fran. They're trying to sneak in. They're just on the outside looking in from from a, in a wild card position. And they can pitch a little bit. They could be dangerous if they got hot. But the more I watch Sam Fran, I don't think they're a factor. Uh, Cubs are a nice story. They're coming back. They're probably going to be a wild card. Milwaukee. They do what they do every year. I don't know how they do it, but they do pitching. It. Pitching. Phillies. Doing well, a good job. They're they're well. They're going to be in the wild card. Mm-hmm. And obviously, for me, 
when I look at all the teams in baseball, Atlanta, clearly top to bottom, best team in baseball, starting pitching, bullpen, offense. I agree. The best team in baseball for me. Last what do you year, see? What do you see? How it shaped Dodgers won, Last year when the Dodgers won 111, they were the best team in baseball. They were. Without a they, doubt. Just, they just fell all over themselves against the Padres in the first round of the playoffs, and it was a very disappointing end of the season. This year, the Braves are to the rest of the National League what the Dodgers were last year. We just saw them in four games. They beat the Dodgers three out of four, and there was a real talent disparity between the Braves and the Dodgers, and it goes back to the rotation. Uh, Rick Monday and I were talking about it off air last night, that the, the Braves starting pitching is an A, offense is an A, power is an A, defense is an A, and the only place where maybe A minus B plus is their bullpen. But, I mean, so they are stacked. One through 26, they are really, really good. And having watched them play the Dodgers here last week, taking three out of four, uh, they were, in that weekend, in those four games, they were clearly a better team than the Dodgers were. And I think they're going to be tough. You think you give anybody else a chance in the National League, anybody stand out that you've played this year? No. That, that, no, just the, the, the ones that everybody's looking at? No, yeah, again, it, it, as you know, you go into the postseason where anything can happen, like in hockey, you get the hot goaltender, and suddenly they go off on, on a tangent. But right now, in terms of sheer talent, um, I think it's the Braves one, the Dodgers two, the Phillies three with an asterisk, and then after that, you know, put them all into a bundle, and, and, and we'll see what happens. If the playoffs started tomorrow, who are the – who are the th starting pitchers game one, two, and three for the L.A. Dodgers? Don't know. How about that? Um, <laughs> and, and that's what makes that's what makes this year so unique. Um, Kershaw is, you know, he has been limited in the number of pitches and innings he has thrown. You know, before the Urias thing uh, blew up. Uh, he might have been – he would have been one of the three starters. Kid Bobby Miller looks like he's got enormous upside. But uh, to ask a 24-year-old who has pitched this far into the season for the first time and then be thrust onto center stage, that that's a mighty tall order. And you've got, you know, a, a Ryan Pepio or a uh, uh, Gavin uh, uh, Stone uh, – so that's why it's a question. Yarborough, Yarborough's come over long time with Tampa Bay. Yeah, he's kind he, of a swing. He's kind of a swing guy. Yeah, and so again, if you're you're asking a swing guy who was acquired, you know, a month ago to suddenly be a a mainstay in in the postseason, that's a lot to ask. So you're when you ask who's going to start, I don't know. And and I'll tell you, if the Dodgers do something, pull this off, uh, that would be that would I would have to say that would be Dave Roberts' greatest work to this day if he were to be able to pull that off. Because I look at a team like Texas, and you talk about great offense. We'll go over to the American League for two seconds. I look at a team at te like Texas; they're number one in every offensive category. They're the best offensive team in the American League. 
they've got depth in the starting rotation. They went out and got Mon Montgomery and Scherzer at the trade deadline. Obviously, DeGrom got hurt early, but you've got this Evaldi kid who was having a Cy Young-type year. He got hurt. He's now back. So on paper, you look at the best offense in the American League with a potential Scherzer, Evalde, Gray, Montgomery rotation, you think that's pretty good. Well, Texas is fighting for their life just to get into the wild card at because this stage. The, I think the, the pitching's gone south on them in the last. Yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting, uh, like it is every year. I don't remember the last time I was correct at saying who's going to win the World Series. Obviously, everybody's going to pick the Atlanta Braves, but as modern times have proven, uh, the best team finishing the season is not usually or always the last team standing yeah. holding the trophy. Charlie Steiner, I appreciate you coming on, breaking down the Dodgers for me. Uh, Anytime. And we'll say, see say hi to your brother and your dad for me. And I will. Always great to see you. And you are, you are truly one of my favorite guys, you know, but you, you know what? Everybody out there watching the Boone podcast, Charlie kind of knows that anyway. For all you watching the Boons podcast or listening to us, I appreciate you watching. I appreciate you listening, and we'll see you next time. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company.